Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Worst Damn Sports Show, period. We're going to be talking about Broncos, NFL in general, playoffs are right in front of us, and what we're looking forward to the next year. It's the worst damn sports show, period. Setting the bar low for sports talk in Denver. Sorry. Next year being 2020, which I I don't know my, my hopes in general for 2020. 2019 was pretty damn good. I mean, it's not done yet, but I feel like 20, 2019 in general was all right. Maybe because the last couple of years have been so weird. And like 2019, obviously See, not normal. I felt like it was a continuation of the weirdness that we've had since like 2015. Like it, they've just not been, I don't know. It has been, it, yes and no. Like I feel like it's been better. So maybe that's what I feel. That's yeah, just me. That's my own little up. bubble. Yeah, yeah, we're on the come up. That's fine. I'm good with that. Do we still feel that? Well, I guess we'll get into it. I was going to say, do we still feel that way about the Broncos? But I feel like, well, I mean, the Broncos probably wouldn't want to because they have a Super Bowl title in there. But I could just eject this whole last decade and be fine with it. Like, I'm okay. The whole last (laughs) decade? decade, That's too much. It was a tough decade for me. I just just launched the whole thing into the sun. We'll start new 2020. It's like a third of your life. I know. (laughs) That's what I'm trying to say, Steve. Exactly my point. Have you seen me? Hi. Nice to meet you. Uh, So we are going to talk about football. Obviously, we did that. And and our expectations, or hopes at least, for the next year. But we start with our Tweet of the Week, which I don't even know what that is. Didn't read my notes. Uh, Well, since this is kind of more of a a holiday-themed podcast, uh, we have it up as a Twitter poll on the Worst Damn Sports uh, Podcast Twitter account. But I wanted to know... For you guys, we talked about pies a couple of weeks ago for Thanksgiving. Now I want to talk about cookies okay. for Christmas. Just so you know, Dubs was right on the pies. Cherry cherry pie is not a top five pie. How, how does that? The people have spoken. Who's the people? The people who voted in the Twitter poll. Ah, all right. Well, did we, we put that on Worst Damn? As we all I know, the, if we did. the best no, opinion no, is always on 95.7 The Party. Oh, I, okay. did, I did retweet it from Worst Damn. Okay. But, I just I missed that poll altogether. Yeah, it's not a top five pie. Sorry, I just got swept away by this hot chocolate. <laughs> you have the look on your face. Is My like, God. It's like post-orgasm. <laughs> you are. Have you seen the kitchen up here on the fourth floor, what they've no. done to it? No. All right. So uh, to, get, to, to distract everyone just because it's what we do. It's fine. <clears throat> on the third floor, what we have for a coffee system is whatever coffee is left over that hasn't been taken uh, during the construction some like clay jug where we get to get warm tap water and then just throw loose grounds in there and shake it up and everyone just sips out of it. That's what we get. That's not quite true. But on okay. the fourth floor. <laughs> it's not far off though. <laughs> <laughs> it is right over here. There is not only a standalone Keurig, a standalone coffee pot, a standalone uh, two different like sources of your hot and cold water, uh, but there's a new coffee machine that gives you this whole selection of different coffees and hot chocolates, which are all outstanding, oh, as well but- as like a little bar where you can get like a trail mix and M&M's or this like the wasabi peas. It's ridiculous. Like one of those digital ones? 
the what we need the, the, the coffee. coffee? Yeah. yeah, for the coffee machine. Where yeah, you, can you just like, put in the, you the, can like, your stuff. You're you like, I want an americano or something like that, and yeah. it spits it out for you. And they have like the little different packets yeah. that you put in there if you want foam and. Oh, well, I guess it's incredibly up here. wasteful. I, like it's definitely <laughs> the death of our planet over there. Yeah, but I mean, we've got to wake people up in the morning, Steve. So it's important to have coffee for us. No, that's in the sales pit. So it's, it's theirs. <laughs> All right, well, but, well, I guess the fourth floor, they, the yeah. news people use it too. Yeah. And I can. Yeah. I'm just more comfortable with my clay jug. Well, that's because you want to be one of us, Steve, <laughs> I but you're do. not anymore. <laughs> All right, tweet of the week. Uh, it's a good segue. We're talking about snacks. I wanted to know oh, yeah. what uh, each one of us would pick as the number one overall cookie for the holiday season. Hmm. And there's, there's some good ones out there. I've, no, I've noticed that uh, we're good. Thank you, though. I appreciate you. He's moving the blinds, so they're not like blinding me. He's, got, he's getting shot right in the eye with some uh, some sun right some now. Some sunlight. Yeah. Yeah. So this actually came up in a, uh, a like most popular cookie in your state thing that came across in like the show prep stuff that gets fed to us all the time. Oh, hmm. all right. In Colorado's was the Easy Spritz cookie. Which is just like a sugar cookie, right? I've never heard of an Easy never Spritz cookie in my damn life. I'm pretty sure that's like a German thing. I only say that because like, I'm part German and took four years of it in high school. So this is one uh, of the things that I remember other than the language. It was the food was delicious. But I'm pretty sure it's just like a buttery sugar cookie. Uh, okay. Could well, be. Apparently it's the most popular one in the United States. So I am those are always loop. Those are always fake, though. The spritz cookies? No, the I mean. Oh yeah, maybe. yeah, they're terrible. It's like yeah. written by thrillists, like someone in LA. Yeah, they're just trying to get a reaction out of people. There, that's like when they said somebody's favorite candy was candy corn. Like nobody's favorite candy. Nobody's is candy. Yeah, favorite no. candy. You no, can be right. okay with candy. I'm okay with candy corn. I'm fine with I know, candy corn. I know Beardo no, hates it. Very strong but just, opinion but against it. But it's nobody's favorite candy, right? Like, no one's like, mm, you know what I could go for right now. <laughs> like it's the stuff corn. you'll eat it when it's there, yeah. and you'll be like, this this will do the trick. So we know that cookie thing is bunk, right? Is yeah. kind of what I'm getting at. Um, if I had to pick a cookie, I don't know that my Christmas cookie selection would be different than my year-round cookie selection. Would your guys's? Yeah, yes. I think there is a specific really? yes. thing okay. that comes around this time of the year that when I see them, right, well, like I grab it? them, and it's the Pizzell. Mm. It's What's like a little thin. Yeah. How do you know how to I describe would call that? it a pizzel. I don't know. Did you say pizzel? I said a pizzel, but I don't really know how I think it's, it's pronounced, a pizzel. So. But it's like, they're, they're like, they're kind of like minty or almondy flavored. Yeah, kind of like a vanilla thing going on. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, pizzel. Pizzel, yeah. Pizzel. Yeah, they're the little like <laughs> circular waffle cookies. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're good. I know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, those are good. I like those. That's a good pick, Steve. That's and then the rest of the year, you'd pick what else? Man, a peanut butter. I'm a peanut, a peanut butter, butter cookie, cookie guy. Yeah. And then what about you, Bruno? Uh, for Christmas, my holiday cookie, the decorated sugar cookie, man. I would really? pick yeah, that. Yeah, just the straight up shape. Basic? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, shape that's decorated with some with some frosting. Mostly because I don't eat those the rest of the year. Okay. I think that's why I'm picking them for this specific season. But the other one that's tough to beat, and I'll share it after you, you share yours, because it no, might no, be go yours, ahead. It is the peanut butter blossom. No, I'm not a big fan of the peanut butter oh, blossom. It's the peanut butter blossom? It's, it's like the peanut butter cookie with the like chocolate kiss in the middle. It's got oh. the Hershey oh, kiss. Like, is right that what you top? call that? Yeah, because okay. it's technically a peanut butter cookie that you're putting that in. Yeah. I think the, the kiss gets in the way. The, right. That's what I was going to say. It's too concentrated. Like, you eat the outside, and it's just peanut butter. You eat the inside, and it's just chocolate. And it's like, I'd rather that 
distributed evenly amongst yeah. the cookie. Or if it was like a gooey part of it in the middle. It yeah. is, but it's not. It's I, just hard. I eat those cookies in like two bites, so I get like a little <laughs> bit of everything. I think that's, yeah, I don't know how you guys are eating your cookie. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, apparently no, too I carefully. Yeah, <laughs> um, I mean, listen. There's a bunch of Italian Christmas cookies that my grandma only makes at Christmas. But if she made them year round, they'd be my favorite cookies year round. Um, so you know, it, it, I can say like, oh, Anisette is my favorite Christmas cookie. But it's not because it's a Christmas cookie. It's just because this is the only time she makes it. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I would just say like my favorite cookie that like I can get from anybody besides my grandmother who lives in Buffalo is uh, is just a snickerdoodle yeah, yeah, right? yeah, like yeah cinnamon yeah, yeah. and sugar and i i would that would be my favorite cookie like almost year round maybe oatmeal raisin and i know people want to throw things oh yeah no, i'm yeah. with you there okay yeah. well yeah. that's yeah. interesting because yeah. most times i say that somebody throws something at me bro have you had an oatmeal raisin cookie with chocolate chips in it yet i mean yeah that would oh, be confusing like, oh no it's not but it's, it's delicious. But I don't even need it. Like it's I don't know why people hate oatmeal raisin cookies so much. They're sweet, it's delicious. It's got some know. fiber. Yeah. They're soft. So. Like I like the, the So there cheese. you go. There's our cookie breakdown. Not a sports kind of. <clears throat> Topic one. Since uh football season is rounding out, I think we're gonna spend a lot of time talking about just the NFL in general, our making our sports picks for or our football picks for two weeks. Well, we're not so I will talk about football picks in a minute. Do you okay. guys want to say anything about the Broncos? Because I really don't. Like, nah. to me, that I'm, was a throwaway game. It was bad weather. You were going against a good team. The game mattered for them. It didn't for you. And, you know, in, in terms of trying to talk about Drew Locke and, like, do I watch film on that game or anything? Like, no. I just no. I, I just throw that whole game, as far as the Broncos are concerned, I throw it away. Hope they, they can learn a little from it, because like, the thing I took away was, wasn't necessarily how poorly they played like in one way or another. They lost, what, was it 23-3 was the final score? Something like that. Uh, bad interception in the end zone. But again, learn from that, that that's something you can't do against NFL teams. And... Drops so many drops, but that's weather. Yeah, it didn't really affect the other team as much, but like in your hands, kind of drops. So, yeah, hopefully, they take that as an ass kicking that they can learn from, and that's it. Um, the thing that I took from it was less the game and more Drew Locke's response to the game because a lot of people asked him after the game, like, Oh, are you disappointed because you were playing at home? It was your homecoming game and you didn't get the win. He's like, No, I was, I was disappointed that I didn't get the win, it had nothing to do with being at home. I would have been disappointed like this afterwards i just felt like his maturity in the way he handled the the loss on the road and a a blowout loss was something to to focus on a little bit because before we drafted him there was so much comparison to jay cutler and drew Locke's attitude that he was just going to be kind of a guy that went out there and shrugged it off but it didn't feel that way at all it felt still like he had the swagger about him um to go on and maybe learn something now you know we'll see if he does this week at home against the Lions. Yeah. And it was in, in a, no, a weird way, too. Not so bad that you're going to play a game like that at his point in the career. Because I think I'd, I'd made the point earlier that not only is he a rookie, not only is he a rookie starting uh, who hasn't practiced most of the year, but he's also being thrown in against guys who are like th- these are players that have established that they have their routines down. Like they are. How many games are we into now? Six, 16 is almost 16, 15 games. It's yeah. the 15th game of the season for a lot of these guys. Like they are even the guys who just started this year are rookies. 
they're veterans at this point, and he's the rookie going against them, against the play callers who've had a chance to adjust throughout the season. They always say that first four games of the year is kind of like preseason for everyone anyway. So then, real quick, what do you need to see for it from him I'd or like the to Broncos see, uh, in the last two weeks? In this next week especially, because... I, I compare it this way. Like, I took Macy, a little five-year-old, skiing this weekend. Yeah. And she's getting better. And you go on the greens, and she can, like, putter along just fine. So I take her to a blue, and it's hard. Yeah. And she's, like, falling, and she's getting frustrated. And then you go back to the greens, you're like, okay, now this is easier even than it was last time. And I feel like hopefully you get that sort of a situation where he ran into something that was really hard. Like, he ran into conditions and a team that are much better than he was used to seeing. Yeah. And so now he gets to go against the Detroit Lions, who are the green again. Yeah. Like, the, if he, if you're going to have a good game against anyone, probably going to be against the Detroit Lions. So let's see how he responds to that. Okay. Yeah, I'd like to see him go back to playing the way he did against the Texans, who are, for all intents and purposes, a good team. They like, are a good he, team. He I think they well underestimated this team. Yeah. I think they overlooked the Broncos, which is always a bad idea. Yeah, and the Broncos are in a position where they're – record-wise, pretty close to the Detroit Lions. Like, yeah. We are much closer to them than we were for the Texans. So if the play calling and, and everything is there, Drew Locke, I think, should go out and, and be able to have a good game. And that's that's what I want to see. Here's Correct. something that uh, I don't know if you guys know, but with wins in both of your last two games, or even if you just beat the Raiders, it's possible you jump up to second in the division. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think it's important to win the last couple of games that you're that you're in. And I, I know it doesn't help your draft position all that much. And it makes your schedule harder next year. Yeah, but I mean, those things are so tertiary. I mean, the, the schedule harder thing, yeah, against teams, that everything changes year to year. Yeah. Like, you can't say who's going to be a better team or a worse team next year yet. Yeah. So I think that um, winning is more important than your draft position right now as far as establishing that as a culture moving forward and a little bit of hope moving forward because I am down on this coaching staff. Mm. Like, I'm not impressed. Like, I know they're all coming back, and sometimes that's all you need is just like another year of the same kind of thing, and I'll give it to them. But it's playoffs or bust next year. Yeah. It is absolutely playoffs or bust next year. You know, uh for me, the thing that I need to see in the last two weeks is win one of the games. Because if you do, you're three and two as a starter for Drew Locke. And that might not sound like a lot, but I think it matters. Because then all the talk in the offseason and going into camp and stuff like that, it's going to be, well, he's got a winning record. Like he came in and took over, uh, what, uh, how many wins did they have? Three? a three and yeah. eight team or something like that. He takes over and he goes in and has a winning record with them. Right. That's impressive. Mm -hmm. So that's impressive for a young kid. So I think that kind of maybe makes the feel good, makes the momentum in the right direction and can get them uh, a little bit of a launching point into next year. Yeah. The, I mean, if he, if he wins the last two, it's basically he won four out of five during his sure, start. Sure. So. If he wins both of them. Yeah. But yeah. that's why I was saying, yeah, yeah. I just need him to win one, one and, and have a winning record. So, all right. Uh, let's talk a little bit of NFL. The, um, the saga continues between you two. Oh, I knew <laughs> it did. I did not have a good week. The picks last week, uh, Beardo, you were one and four, mm -hmm. and you had a two-game lead on Steve for mm -hmm. last place. Steve, you were three and two. Yes. 
That means you guys are now tied at 33 and 37. We've picked 70 games, and you guys are in a dead heat at 33 and 37. As we knew it would be. I uh, got real lucky last week. I went 5-0, and uh, and so I have now locked in the top spot, so thank God I don't have to run a 40-yard dash. Uh, I am now 40 and 30. Um, so... I was going to talk to you guys about this. Of course, we're going to make picks this week. Of course, we won't be making picks next week because it's Christmas. So, sorry, guys, but we won't be here. Um, So, are we putting it all on this week? Is this it? It's going to have to be. Right? Or Or what do you, we could just like do it. Or we could go through the playoffs. Oh, through the playoffs. Right. We can pick the wild card round, the divisional round. I'm, I'm, I'm 50 50 on that. I mean, might as well keep it going. Beardo, do you have any thoughts there? Mm. I don't know. We could go through the playoffs. I'm good with that. Like, or, I mean, or I mean, listen, you two are the really the ones button heads at it, right? Well, if so, we go through the playoffs, I think we got a chance to catch you, don't we? Yeah. The, well, the, it'd be hard because there's ten total games in the playoffs, and the playoffs and we don't pick spreads on, right? Did we do that last year? Yeah, we didn't do it last year. We, I did propose it as a. Uh, uh, like fun, like we didn't do it as part of the picks. Um, okay, so, that's what I'm thinking. Of. Yeah, I was like, so I we, feel like we picked. We made games. picks, but it wasn't it wasn't part of our year long uh, regular season pick thing. So, um, or we can just make that the tiebreaker. And if you two end up tied after this week, the tiebreaker is we pick the wild card round. And if you're tied after that, we pick the divisional round, and so on <laughs> and so forth. It's a lot. Or we could just say screw it and just go for this week. Right. That, well, that would be what that was. And then if you were tied, then we would pick the one. Ah, uh, I got it. Okay. I don't know. Do you have an opinion one way or another you on this? Beardo? Be, I mean, uh, it's between you two. You got to pick it. No, I don't. I don't have an opinion <laughs> one way or the other. Let's uh, let's just keep it going. All right. So let's we're going all going. the way through? I might as well. All right. Yeah. All right. So your th- With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Theme for this week, can we clinch? I've got all games that clinch. We're going to start with the first game. So Saturday, you got a triple header. Um, and the first, all, all three games matter in the playoff race. The first game is actually a real hot Tampa Bay team. They've won five of their last six. I don't know if you guys knew that. I knew uh, James Winston's been on fire. He's been real good. Uh, they're at home and they're getting three points against Houston. And Houston is winning your in. They can clinch the AFC South with a win at Tampa Bay. So Houston at Tampa Bay getting three points. Hmm. Uh, I'll, I'll start and I will take Houston. Who I believe is improved. But um, they lost Mike Evans for the season. 
Yeah. Chris Evans, Godwin's going to be out. Evans is out. Godwin has been out. I don't know if he still is. I think he left this last game. Did he? Um, I'll take Houston. Okay. Yeah, give me Houston on that one. All right, I'll be different and take Tampa Bay. Because you know me and I love a home dog. Yeah. Tampa Bay is getting three points at home. Uh, and uh, Jameis Winston's been throwing to whoever. It hasn't yeah. mattered. So It really hasn't. Like, Prashad Perriman's been like, right. lighting it up. I think I think you can give Bruce Arians a little bit of credit for that. Um, and it makes an interesting situation about what Tampa does next year. He's, Jameis is not under contract. They can franchise tag him, of course. Maybe... You do that and see if next year he's as good as he was this year, or do you go try to get a Cam Newton or somebody? It's an interesting situation down in Tampa. I don't know if Cam Newton's an upgrade over Jameis Winston at this point. If Bruce Arians can do this with Jameis Winston, what can he do with a former MVP? Cam Newton might be broken. Might be. Might be. So, uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's an interesting discussion. I, I really it think it's it's interesting what's going to happen. It's a happen weird Tampa situation actually for Tampa Bay to be in because I think at the beginning of the season they were kind of like can't wait for this season to get over so we can cut bait on right. this guy. Yep. And now he's like thrown two hundred four two four hundred fifty yard games in a row. And like we talked about with the the Broncos, played you right out of a draft pick, right? Like yeah. played you right out of yeah. <laughs> drafting a quarterback to take his spot. So yes. now what do you do? You know. Mm. Um, and I'm a Bruce, I'm a Bruce Arians fan, so you know I believe in him getting these quarterbacks right. But we'll have to see what they do. Uh, the second game on Saturday, my Bills headed to New England. Now the Bills still have an outside chance at the division. They would have to win in Gillette, and then they would have to win their last game. And the Patriots would also have to lose to the Dolphins. And that's kind of the one that doesn't really seem like it's going to happen. Unlikely. Unlikely. But possible. There's an outside chance the Bills still have a shot at the division. So it's going to, all I'm trying to say is they'll go in there with a sense of purpose because the game will still mean something. They can keep their hopes alive to win the AFC East and who knows, Ryan Fitzpatrick throws four touchdowns and 375 yards against everybody. So <laughs> Especially when it least matters. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, he'll, he's either going to throw four picks or four touchdowns. So That's his game, man. It's the very beginning of the season and the end of the season and like everything else is a mess <laughs> so new england does have the opportunity however if they win this game to just clinch the afc east so for the uh god what would it be the seventh year in a row and Gross. it's uh i believe it's 18 out of 19 years who else who else won it Miami won it the one year that the Wildcat got That's introduced to the NFL. Right. That was the, uh, Matt the what's his face, Matt Castle year. Okay. Yeah, and that was the only They even year won 11 games that year. They did. Uh, I thought it was 10. Maybe it was 11. Whatever it was, they won a lot. They won a lot and missed the playoffs, mm-hmm. though. It was on, on tiebreakers. Um, so, yeah, so Miami was the only other team to win it over that stretch. Uh, so Buffalo heading to New England, getting six and a half for a 4.30, well, 2.30 our time, but a 4.30 East Coast game uh, at New England. Where are you guys going? What, sorry, one more time with the spread. Buffalo's getting six and a half at New England. Steve went first. I'm just going to alternate you two. Okay. Uh, to make it fair. So, Beardo, what you got? Give me Buffalo. I'm going with the Bills. <sighs> I want to take the Bills because I believe that they'll do this. I believe that they'll cover at least. I'll tell you this. Right. The, the betting public, America, and the, this could be them betting with their heart because – they just want to take down the evil empire. But a large percentage of the money right now is on Buffalo. I think it's just because the spread's so big. I think the spread is so big and it's going to be a close game. What we, in reality, are having are two sure-to-be-low-scoring offenses. 
Uh, low scoring from Buffalo because New England's defense is just that good. Low scoring from New England because Buffalo's defense is that good. And their offense stinks. Like, they have not been good. There's no pro bowlers for the first time in, like, the on offense in the Tom Brady era. Uh, Tom Brady's numbers look a lot like Josh Allen's this year. And I should tell you everything that you need to know. Well, except <laughs> you know for he can't I mean? run. Like, that's, well, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like... It's like I, I I wish I would have gone first on that one, but I'm gonna uh, ha! <laughs> do it because I want to root for Buffalo. Do, I mean, listen, if you believe, if, if pick the game you think is right, don't put yourself behind. You're right. I'm like, I gotta pick Buffalo. Then we're all gonna pick Buffalo, and it's gonna be boring. Um, yeah, but you guys know I'm picking Buffalo just because I can't pick. I'm, yeah, no, I can't even I say the are. words. Like I'm not even. It's got nothing to do with if I think it's the right pick what, or not. What was the game last time? How did it end last time? You would remember, wasn't it close? Ten to sixteen, and yeah. uh, the Patriots had a block punt that got returned for a touchdown. And so that is Josh Allen like, also threw four picks in that game and didn't finish because he got a concussion. And so that's like that's they still would have covered that. It's Brett. Yep. So I'm going to have to say Buffalo. Okay. All three of us on the Bills there, and you know what's going to happen. Uh, New England's going to win by 30. 31 yes. to nothing. <laughs> New England's just going to pound us. I don't know. Weren't we all three on Buffalo last week? Uh, Yeah, we were. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, so, all right. This is my favorite clinching scenario. I'll go first on this one because we have an odd number of games. Uh, and so I'll go first because this one is – to clinch the first overall pick, Cincinnati at Miami. Cincinnati only has one win, but if they win this game, Miami and whoever loses the game between the Giants and the Redskins both still have a chance at the number one overall pick. Both those teams have three wins right now. If the Bengals win this game, they would have two wins, and it would come down to that last week of the season. So to clinch the first overall pick, the Bengals need a loss? <laughs> It's the Joe Burrow sweepstakes. Of course, you know they're taking a quarterback first overall next year. Question is, are they going to be in a spot to take the Heisman Trophy winner? So this game actually may be more important than a lot on the schedule, and I kind of love that. Cincinnati getting one point down in Miami, and I'm going to take the Bengals. I think they're good. Andy Dalton's going to mess around and win this game. This <laughs> <laughs> is one last F you yeah, right. in the city know. of Cincinnati. Just, yeah. They I went back know. to Andy Dalton? Yeah, yeah, that was a couple weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, a couple I mean, weeks back. This yeah. shows you how much I paid attention to the Bengals. Right. Well, I mean, the guy from North Carolina, Finley, I think his name was, he wasn't. Yeah. Wasn't good. Very he was good. Bad, yeah. <laughs> and Miami has shown capable, at least. Like, we thought they were going to go 0-16. Turns out they got a couple guys that can play. Maybe Brian Flores can coach. I don't know. But uh, so if they go win this game, they ruin their chance at the first overall pick. So anybody have a specific feeling about this one? I'll take Miami. Okay. You want to have any reason for that, or you just? I think they're it, like as the season has progressed, they've gotten better as a team, uh, and I think that Ryan Fitzpatrick is the the, the difference. Andy Dalton's still terrible. Like Coach still, of the year, Brian Flores. No, there's. They're I mean, if they went from zero and sixteen to now, you're saying winning four games, like that's pretty good. It's still not good. <laughs> it's still bad. However, you look at it, beard. And just give me the Bengals. Sorry I'm boring you. Yeah, well, Jesus. Um, (laughs) All right, your clincher for this one, Dallas 
at Philadelphia. Dallas clinches the NFC East with a win. Philadelphia does need to win both of its last two games to clinch or have Dallas lose both of its last two games to clinch. Uh, so it's a kind of a weird scenario. Um, Dallas is the one with the clinching scenario this week, however. They head to Philadelphia. Philadelphia is getting three points at home. Steve, why don't you lead us off on this one? Okay, I'll take Philly at home with the points. And reason being is the way that you can tear Philly apart, and everyone who's figured this out all year, is by throwing it. Last week, the Cowboys got right by running it. And so they're going to think, well, we just need to run it now because that's how we won the last game. And they're going to find out that Philly's run defense is actually fairly decent. And so that mistake will end them. And somehow Philly will like mistake their way into a win on this one. Like they'll like somehow come back, like something will happen. Neither of these teams deserve to win this game. But Philly will. <laughs> well, I mean, someone will deserve to win the game. Neither team deserves to win the NFC East and no. host a playoff game. But And host a playoff game. I know. It's, it's, like, so this, it's and, like the Seahawks from years ago when they went in 9-7. Yes. and 7-9. 7-9. Yeah. Seven and nine. Seven, seven and nine. Right. They had a losing record and won the uh, NFC West. And one of those NFC West teams, either the Seahawks or the, the Gi- uh, Giants, the uh, Niners, are going to end up in a fifth seed. And playing this team on the road, whoever wins this game likely. That's how it's going to likely end up, yeah. Yeah, crazy, right? It's just out of this world. Beard? Mm, Dallas. Any thoughts on it? (laughs) I'm just picking opposite of Steve. (laughs) It is kind of a coin flip. Like In reality, Dallas should win this game. I don't think so. I really do think Philadelphia's got the better roster. Now, it hasn't looked like the better roster all year. And so maybe this is me just like hating the Cowboys, totally possible. But I think Philly's the better team. I like Carson Wentz better than I like Dak Prescott, and I like the three points at home. So I'll take Philadelphia as well. Oh, I like Dak more than I like Carson. Do you? Yeah, yeah. He just just season. It seems like Carson Wentz has had some bigger struggles than Dak. I think I still think Dak is pretty solid quarterback overall. You can pay either one of them to be the quarterback of your team. Give them a five-year, $150 million deal. So you're paying lots of money. Which one are you picking? I would take Dak. Shut I wish up, really? I wish we would have drafted Dak instead of Paxton Lynch. Yeah, he was another third-rounder, right? <laughs> yeah. It was that same year. I think he was actually fourth. And the Cowboys wanted Paxton Lynch. The Cowboys wanted the guy we took. Yeah. And instead, they got Pax, or they Steve, got Dak. Man, Steve, I'd, I'd have to probably take Dak, for- too, because really? he's... Well, I think yeah. like comparable, like they're they're both pretty good quarterbacks. They both put up great numbers, and he's uh, Dak has never missed a game. He's never missed a practice. Yeah, he's never been limited thing. at practice until this week. That's yeah. the only time I knew that was uh, someone uh, tweeted that out information. He was limited at practice this week, and it's the first time he's ever been reported as anything other than completely healthy. Yeah, and he takes care of the ball maybe better than any quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so and that- better, he'd probably actually do better in a different market than he did in Dallas, because I think a little bit of the Dallas thing gets to any player's head when they get there. Like. It's like so much of a spotlight yeah. that I think if he was in a place, well, well, and Denver kind of eats you know, he's got up to Campbell's <laughs> chunky soup <laughs> commercials and whatever, yeah. just because he's the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. You know? And it's it's one of those kind of weirdly unfair, but it is what it is. Things when it comes to like say recruiting free agents and things like that is like if you go to Dallas, one, 
you're not going to pay state income tax. Yeah. It's going to save you some money. And two, you automatically get this platform for your endorsements that you don't have in other markets. Right. So. As quote unquote America's team, which Ugh. is really the Buffalo Bills <laughs> and we all know it. Um, okay, anyway. <laughs> it is this week for sure. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't want them to go out and beat the Patriots Ugh. this week? All right. Um, this line totally surprised me when I pulled it up. With a win, the Green Bay Packers can kill, can clinch the North. This is the last Monday night football game of the year. Green Bay headed to Minnesota. Green Bay is getting four and a half points hmm. going into Minnesota. Now, I think Minnesota is a good team. What's, right now, they're in the sixth spot for the wild card. Yeah, what's their record? They're I think they're eight and five. No, it's got to be more than that. Nine and five. Yeah, uh, yeah. Nine and five. Okay. Um, and the Packers are ten and. 10 and 4. That would be, that would that make would be sense. right. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, so, but Green Bay can clinch the NFC North with a win. Um, getting four and a half. Beard, this is yours to go first on. Excuse me. Uh, give me Minnesota. Yeah. You're going to lay the four and a half <laughs> points? Yeah. I think, I mean, Minnesota, I. When it comes to rivalries in that division, this is this might be up there. Uh, you could say that the Bears and Packers is pretty intense, but when it comes to to little brother trying to knock off big brother, I think this is it. Okay, Steve, I'll take Green Bay just because I feel like they've won the games that they shouldn't have, and Minnesota has lost the games they should have won, and it's just like been that kind of season. Dalvin Cook's out as well, mm-hmm. as well as the backup Madison. So they're going to rely a lot on Kirk Cousins. And things don't turn out real well when you rely on <laughs> Kirk Cousins. He has good games. He has big games. But he's also like um, he has a, allergic to the spotlight. Yeah. And this Vikings team, every time we've kind of put them on a pedestal and said like, hey, pay attention to this game. It could be a really good one. They end up they kind of biting in the butts, Yeah. yeah. Uh, including the game against the Broncos, which we were just paying attention to because it was the game against the Broncos. And you saw how bad they can be for a half, you know, and yeah. any other team, most other teams in the NFL pull that out. Broncos ended up losing it. But, you know, I just don't know how good the Vikings really, truly are. I kind of forgot about that one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, think how bad they played in that first half. Yeah. I mean, I forget about how bad the Broncos played the second Right, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Most teams close that out. So, Mm -hmm. um, listen, Green Bay getting four and a half is a lot. I think if the Vikings win this game, it's by a field goal. So I'll take... uh, And the four and a half, yeah, yeah, and the points for sure. I'll take Green Bay and the four and a half points. So you guys have picked differently on the Cincinnati-Miami game, the Dallas-Philly game, and the Green Bay-Minnesota game. Those will be the ones that define you for this week. So it's only three different ones, okay? Yeah, and then two you've picked the same. So it's going to have to end up with one of us ahead. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sweet. Yep, well, that's you why guys I have already picking opposite of you. You guys have already <laughs> decided that uh, you're going through the wild card weekend, so or not? You can change that right now. All right. Well, do you want to change it right now? And I feel pretty confident in those picks. I don't care. <laughs> wow, <laughs> guys, holy shit. Bro, I have lost every single one of these competitions, <laughs> so I don't care anymore. I'm either doing it or I'm not. But that's why you should care, right? <laughs> like, no, because it it doesn't matter. I get this close every year. Every time we have done one of these, every single time I get close and I think I'm within striking distance, I still lose. We should do so. it this week then. Uh, you know, it's, it's Fine. This, this is it. This will got, decide it. There's no. It. There's no. Like we have three games that we're so that's an odd tied, number. Yeah. We can't end up tied. 
so we might as well do it this way. And, you know, right, well, with so Beardo's, like, talk about how that always happens this way, I like that. I'm pretty like sure that. the Cincinnati-Miami game is a, a 11 o'clock on Sunday. The Dallas-Philly game is a 4 o'clock game on Sunday, or 2 o'clock game on Sunday. And... Uh, the Green Bay Minnesota game is a Monday night football yeah. one, so we'll take it right down to the end of the week with the Monday night football game to see where you guys are. Hey, you know, if I lose that one too, the Philly, that would be like I don't know how many times this year that Aaron Rodgers has screwed me, so <laughs> including this past week. So maybe maybe you do something good for you. I, I guess we'll see. I do. I'm pretty sure I'm going to run a 40 yard dash. Let's find out. It's not just. <laughs> well, I mean, at least. <laughs> well, here's Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So we go with the uh, worst damn sports show period. Next, we lay it on thick to something we came across that really brought us joy here in this holiday season. Uh, does anyone want to do something? Um, yeah, I've got, got I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll Sweet. go. Uh, I'm going to lay it on thick for the people this week that have been donating to school lunch programs. It actually happened twice right here in Denver. Uh, yesterday, Canvas uh, Credit Union, used to be Public Service Credit Union, made a $60,000 donation uh, to Aurora Public Schools to help with their lunch programs. Pays off a lot of student debt. Um for families that like weren't able to make those payments and kids basically weren't getting fed because it's really tough for some people to pay for those. Um, So I love that. And then also a UFC fighter uh, by the name of Justin Gagey uh, made a donation to some Denver public schools yesterday to wipe clean the free or the the lunch debt for students as well justin gagey was kind of an interesting one because he didn't actually grow up here like his only ties to colorado is that he went to school at unc and still lives and trains in denver yeah but so what where did he donate this to he donated to denver public schools canvas donated to aurora okay he picked out two specific schools and wiped out the lunch debt at like a middle school and a high school that feed each other what a you know so I brought this up. Yes, honestly, that's awesome for these guys too. But uh, interesting note, because I brought this up earlier in the year as like an idea of something to do. Uh, and I talked about it on the air. No one, um, they don't do that in Denver. Like yes. you you don't have lunch debt. Like you, you do in DPS, but yeah. like you do, but you don't. Like that's the thing. It's like they will not turn you away for lunch. They won't mark you in any way yeah. that you're behind or anything like that. As a matter of fact, they have funds set aside and that has to do with... Um, you know, a lot of do polis coming in. Yeah, where they call it, uh, I can't remember the term, but it's basically like money that they have set aside to take care of that situation. Yeah, so I like remember, no one, no one goes hungry. I remember you looking for that, and when yeah. you, when we found it, um, somebody had tweeted and a lot of people called me about it, it yeah. too. It's an interesting situation. So along with that, like if you're a Denver Public School student, you don't pay for transportation like an rtd anywhere you don't pay for anything like libraries obviously there's yeah. no uh there's no you don't have late fees and you have access to all rec centers and that uh, program that you were talking about that 
guarantees a breakfast and lunch for students uh, without having to turn them away because of cost or anything like yeah. that extends through the summer as well. And it's the summer, yeah, all yeah, summer too. Like you could show up to school wherever they're having summer school, even if you're not part of it, so they'll get free breakfast and lunch. Yeah, and if you're a student. And, if I, student yeah. and I don't know the full story, but I think the, the two schools that Justin Gagey, the UFC fighter, picked weren't under that DPS designation. Okay. Yeah. I think that they were, I think it was like a, a charter school because he his donation was like 1500 bucks or whatever. So it wasn't like a massive amount of money, but it did wipe, sl- yeah. wipe clean that debt for And it's still money coming back to school. Oh, yeah, yeah. They call it a social cost. That's what it is. Yeah. Like, and they, they just have that money set aside for that. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. You know, on that note, I'm going to stick with the holiday season here and talk about this guy who, who just won big in the European lottery. European lottery is kind of like their Powerball, but it's across the UK and the rest of the EU. And uh, what he did with his money, $140 million is what he did. He's a builder. He's like a construction guy. He uh, decided not only was he not going to stop working, he was going to continue to do all the projects that he was currently on and make sure he got it all finished up for everyone, but he's just not charging anybody anymore. And wow. so he won his $140 million, kept his construction business going, but anybody who has a project with him right now, he's going to make sure he gets it done before Christmas and you're not going to have to pay a dime. That's, awesome. that's pretty rad. Yeah, that's pretty, <laughs> pretty cool. Uh, name is Steve Thompson, by I should probably drop that. He said he wanted to stay normal. The only thing he's going to do is actually buy a home for him and his family, but keep on working. Uh, but yeah, just not charge anyone. Good for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's Good awesome. Uh, I guess I'll keep with the theme then. I'm going to do a preemptive lay it on thick for the city of Denver. Turns out that Toys for Tots was short on toys this year. I don't know if you guys saw this. I didn't see this. It was making the rounds a little bit. Toys for Tots normally collects toys and then distributes them to other charitable endeavors so they can give them to kids um, and they didn't have enough toys they didn't meet their goal and weren't able to give everybody their full amount that they asked for uh, so they were collecting donations through today so today is Thursday if you are listening to this on Thursday you might be able to get out to the white warehouse and still donate a toy and get it to a child before Christmas um, but I'm gonna preemptively lay it on thick because I've seen it in the media a lot over this past week that they were running low and we mentioned it on our show and had a couple different phone calls a couple different tweets a couple different texts all asking us where they could go donate a toy so nice. i'm gonna lay it on thick for you denver i appreciate you stepping up even if we didn't quite get all the way there i appreciate you guys making a run trying to uh lighten up some holiday uh spirits right on <laughs> second topic well, since we're all still rolling off of the holiday spirit, let's also continue that on the podcast and talk about things that maybe we want to see sports-wise in 2020. It is technically our last sport or podcast of the year, last one of the decade, I guess, if we want to go that far, although you know we're fairly young in the I decade. I was going to say. <laughs> well, we, we haven't been around that long. Um, we took a lot of vacation days. Yeah, yeah, a lot of vacation days. Um but yeah, I you know, I wanted to kind of talk about what we we hope to see sports-wise coming up in 2020 and I can lead off cuz I feel like mine's going to be fairly obvious as I'm standing here in all of my Avalanche gear. I just want to see him win the cup. I want to see oh, him that's win. Not like that's too much. no, it's he not. It's not. Yeah, I just want to see him win the cup. No, actually, <laughs> I would too. It, 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 I mean, who doesn't? But I'm just saying. Like that's. But I knew you that's were gonna. I, prize <laughs> I also knew that you were gonna go this route. I knew that you would be the dissenter in the room. It's not that's, a that's, I'm just saying that's a lot to ask. Sure, it, <laughs> sure, but that's what. That, but that's what makes it fun. And watching this team this year. 
I still feel like they have the best chance to yeah. accomplish that goal. Of totally. any pro sports organizations Denver has right now, I feel like it's every day that I watch the Avs play hockey, I feel like it's less of a less of a reach. It's still challenging. No, I'm not, not saying I don't that. think it's a reach at all. I'm not I'm not dissenting in the fact that I don't think that they can do it. They absolutely can. And they might have the best shot of any Denver sports team in the last three years. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, I mean the it's, last decade perhaps. Well, well I mean, except for the Broncos. Title, so I wouldn't <laughs> yeah, necessarily say that. True. But, but um, night in and night out, man, this team just lays it out there. And and watching them, you, you feel bad for their blue line right now because it just it just gets pummeled. Sam Gerrard took a puck in the face the other night, went out, got stitches, came back into the game because we were short on guys. We're calling up guys from the minors, but it hasn't mattered. We're still finding a way to win, and we're we're beating really good teams. We've, we've had our struggles against the St. Louis Blues, which is a team that we're eventually going to have to play, uh, probably in a playoff scenario. But it just seems like they, the, the more hockey they play together, the better this group has gotten. Ever since they did, uh, after after our conversation about Taylor Hall, my idea on that was like, okay, yes, absolutely. Go get him. Absolutely. For sure. And now that we didn't, it's, I hope that doesn't bite us in the butt. Like, I hope it doesn't come. You I think my, it will? Well, my thought was like, I hope it doesn't go to another contender that we're going to have to deal with. Like, and I don't know if that's going to be the case with, with Phoenix, but- it also They're Arizona now. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> I still do it too. Though. <laughs> uh, but I guess now it's just like now that that's not an option. You kind of like mm, I don't know. Is that a missed opportunity? The Was guys. It? The guys on the national broadcast last night were talking about how the Avs should go out and get a second line center. That we still maybe are missing that piece. Yeah, and listen, but, you're not at the trade deadline yet. No. So there's still room to go get a guy, especially uh, if you don't mind a and rental. Not that guy. That is the, that's, that's true. That's a guy. I mean, listen, I, I was with you when he said do it. I, you know, push all your chips in the center and go for it. I, I, I would feel good about doing that with this team. And I don't always feel good about doing that, but mm-hmm. with this team, I would be okay with doing that. So, um, you know, I, I just if if they get to a Western Conference final or a Stanley Cup final and lose, are you gonna be disappointed in them? Yes. Well, I mean, not disappointed in them, but uh, you will have that lingering thought. You're, you're gonna like, have a. You're, you're did we put it all out there? Because yeah. last year, last year I think we were disappointed that they didn't get to the Western Conference. I don't. And know. but last year's disappointment was also on. A, Bunk ass offsides penalty where we're like, what the fuck was well, that? Well, I mean, I know, but <laughs> there was other. You lost three other games in that series. Sure, too, sure, sure, so. sure. That's why I say that there's still that. There was that linger of disappointment that we didn't make it to the next round. To me, it's one of those things where I was listening to the uh, post game interview with McKinnon after and um, after the game last night, and he and he was like, yeah, the playoffs aren't really like um, uh, a thing anymore. They're not like, I don't overblow them in my head, and I had originally. But because of last year, it's just like, you gotta, here's how hard you have to work to get there, and I know that, and I'm gonna work that hard, and we're gonna get there, and I'm not gonna be as, you know, in awe of them when I do get there. And to me, like, 
what that says, and that's that's the leader of your team, right? Mm-hmm. He was yeah. here when they made the playoffs his rookie year. Yeah, yeah. like we you know, lost Game Seven to the Minnesota Wild in overtime, right? So, so he had even been in the playoffs before, and he felt that way. This team is so young that if they lose in a Stanley Cup final, like I'm not. I'm not disappointed. I'm just like God. You better look out because next year they are gonna they are gonna steamroll everybody. Would you be disappointed if they didn't make it to the Stanley Cup final? Um, yeah, I think you got to make it to the Western Conference Finals, and I would probably be disappointed if they lost them. They lost them. Yeah. Um, so, but but that's what I'm saying. Like, I just I feel like this team, like we talked about the Nuggets last year, there's still growth in this team available because they're so young and so you know that's that was kind of my only that was why i asked would you be disappointed if they didn't win the cup this year yeah and i agree with your with the fact that there's growth there it's just man they have been so fun to watch with missing guys and once those like kale mccarr hasn't played the last like six games yeah and they've won but there's no guarantee that he's going to be there at any given time. That, right. that McKinnon yeah, that's won't I mean. have like, some type of a thing that uh, another lower body injury isn't coming sure. down for someone. It's it's, and so I think you when you have these opportunities where everyone is rolling right now, you can't take that for granted. And so you can't be like, we did pretty good this year. Let's get him next year. You never know what's going right. to happen next year. So yeah. it's just right. like that's why like the Taylor Hall thing. I hope it doesn't haunt us. But I was like, mm. yeah. And the know. only I, way it won't. The only way it won't is if they win. And that's I, it. I also look at what Arizona, Arizona gave up a lot. Did you see the details of I that? I did trade? not. No. It was like two first, or it was a first, a third, two, it was like, three players. It was like, a conditional first, a conditional third, based on how far they make it and if they resign right. them. And then three prospects, but one was a, one was a third round pick, one was a second round pick, and there was only one guy that was a first round pick. So, you know, it's, I don't know. That seemed like a lot. Okay. Well, Steve, what do you want to see in 2020? I want to see the Nuggets go to the go to the finals. Like I want to now. I don't. I don't care if they win that one. Obviously, I care. Right. I would like to see them win, but I'd like to see them go further than they ever have before, and that would be to the actual NBA finals. Go through Los Angeles to do it. I would like to see them beat the Lakers in the playoffs to advance to the finals, and that would be pretty. Well, that'd be pretty awesome. Is understatement, but I think that would be. My ultimate thing I'd love to see. They might have to rent an Airbnb in LA because they might have to go through the Clippers and the Lakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, You know, it's a long season and they're like five games out. They had a pretty crummy stretch for a minute. I think they kind of found their footing. If they win uh, tonight or tomorrow, whatever it is, they'll have a five game win streak going. And they, they are doing what you thought they would do. Like they're doing it a little bit slower and they've had some weird flubs um, as far as like losing to teams they shouldn't have uh, Sacramento being one earlier mm. in the season some of the um, Phoenix beat them at some point early in the season whatever it was they're five games back dropped a couple winnable ones um, won some they should not have including last night when they went on a 24 nothing run to to catch up Well, and, and Orlando's one of those teams that we kind of talked about last week when we were talking about Jokic about being maybe one of those cupcakes on the schedule coming up and they almost lost that yeah yeah this was the stretch of games that they have against all teams that are under 500 and it continues on friday with the timberwolves and you see guys like uh michael porter jr who's getting his uh, a standard 10 minutes a game still but weirdly like under the radar i don't know if it's under the radar because people are still talking about him but he hasn't been playing a ton. He hasn't been putting up like ridiculous numbers, but his numbers are crazy solid for those 10 minutes he's been playing. Yeah. Like we'll see like eight rebounds. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. 
Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In like the 10 minutes that he's out there and like nine points. And, and you, it's good to see what this guy can do. And I think they're doing it right because they're still winning. They're still progressing. He still is a guy who literally hasn't played a full season in two years. And even then it was at the college level. So with like a third of the games. Not even. It was a high school level. He, he was only a one year in college guy. One full year of college, and then he got hurt his second year. Was that? Yeah, sure? he got. He was. Okay. He would have been the first overall pick. Went back. Um, well, he went back to school. And he hurt his back. Okay, like early on. I'm pretty was, sure. I was wrong about that then. Then I could be wrong too, because I'm. Because I'm, I'm, we're the worst. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, that I, said, I that said, he from. hasn't done this. He hasn't played against full grown men ever in his life yeah. until this career, and he hasn't played a full season for two years of any kind, and. Just to see what he's doing, you're like, that's he's actually really impressive now yeah. you think about it. But I think it was too much to think that he could just go out there and play. Yeah, I and I I felt like both teams had really candid post game interviews. So sorry to go back to another post game interview, but did you guys hear Jamal Murray last night? No, I did not. Mm-hmm. So they they put it out on Twitter because of course I can't actually watch the game, watch yeah. the games. Um, but they put it out on Twitter his post game conversation with Katie Wingy and. He was, I thought, also very candid, much like McKinnon, and said, we just got to get back to having fun. Like they, The team, and we had said this about Jokic, he just kind of looks like he doesn't want to be there. And Murray's fighting through injuries again. He did that last year. Now he's doing it again this year. Mm-hmm. And they just didn't, they don't look like they're having fun. Now, again, I don't get to watch every game. So almost none. Right. But when I do get to watch them on national TV, that sounds right. Like that, that statement fits what I've seen on the court. And I don't know how you make it fun again for them, but they got to get back to having fun because when they're having fun and that ball's moving and they're running, they're playing defense, they go on 24-0 runs and it looks pretty fucking good. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think you're right, too. I didn't see the play. Um, I just saw like some of the pictures afterwards of everyone laughing of Jamal Murray putting back his own. Um, he put it. He put it. He scored on the wrong basket. <laughs> Last night. Yeah. Fine. And everyone's like cracking up about yeah, it. Yeah, get a laugh so about it. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? And like, I don't know, somebody do something stupid in practice and somebody have a dunk contest dunk in the middle of a game and just get back to having fun playing basketball. Mm-hmm. And I think you can get what you're looking for, Steve. I think they can do it. It's just, you know, this is one of the ups and downs you go through with a young team as they're maturing. And they are young. And that's why I still have hope for the long term uh, go for the season because. Lakers are just world beaters at the moment. I mean, there's it's a ridiculous record. They've what, lost four games mm-hmm. so far, and I hate that. Like I hate that. <laughs> it's like I'm. I hate that the Lakers are good, but there's no denying it. But it's also a long season, and we got one old guy and one fragile guy on that lineup. Which either one of them goes down, it changes their outlook. Like it changes their fortunes for the year. Yeah, I don't believe the Nuggets are like that, except. Jokic obviously would be a huge downgrade if he's out for any any, any amount of time, but I think that uh, the rest of the team is such an they're such a deep team, which doesn't necessarily help you in the playoffs as much. But for the rest of the season to get you where you want to go, it's good to have the team that they have. Yeah. No. Was that it? Did we ever do so. our thing? Oh. Yeah. Okay. I, so. I mean, what wait, else wait, were we you, supposed to do? Yeah. Did you, did you do one? 
Uh, uh, I guess not. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> hold on. I don't think Dubs did one. I was playing point guard, guys. I was, uh, yeah, I yeah. was, I was dishing to you. Uh, what do I want to see in 2020? I want to see, you know, I, I thought about this a little bit um, when I saw the National Signing Day was yesterday. Yeah. Uh, so uh, high school football players signing their letter of intent for what school they want to go to. And you have all the recruit, recruiting classing classes the rankings coming out to define where everybody is. And, well, guess who's at the top again? It's Clemson and Ohio State and LSU and Alabama. <laughs> and Like, put me to bed. Like, put me to sleep. So what do I want to see in 2020? Parody. Change. Mm. Like, I just, I want some new blood, and I want it in every, like, all the sports, man. Like, it was fun to watch the Cubs make the run in 2015. You know why? Because they were bad for 100 years. You know? Like, <laughs> like it's fun to do that. It's fun to talk about the Browns winning, because even though, <laughs> even though, don't, don't tell me we didn't enjoy Baker Mayfield coming in last year and start winning games. And I mean, last year, that was fun. This year, it's been, it's been fun watching him to lose, for different reasons. Well, but it's a different yeah. reason. Yeah. But, but but you know what I mean? Like, just like how good does it feel that Alabama is not in the playoffs? That this is year? great. And guess yeah. what? Golden State Warriors are not going to make the playoffs this that's year. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, it just that's what I want to see. Instead, we got the Lakers, though. It's part of the reason <laughs> yeah. that I like the NHL. Now, the NHL does have their dynasties, and, you know, Chicago Blackhawks won a whole bunch. Uh, the LA Kings won a whole bunch. The Boston Bruins. Recently. Um, yeah. But they had a run of, I think it was 17 years, where there was a different loser. In the Stanley Cup final every year for 17 years. It's awesome. Now, I'd rather have a different winner every year for 17 years because I think that'd be pretty fucking cool. But, like, that's still pretty neat that, like, you can have that much success as a team if you build your team the right way. It's not that hard to get there. Yeah. You know what I mean? The Blues winning their first cup ever last year. Awesome. And they that's are cool. And like they're in the, I know they're in your division. They are looking like they Listen, are. Listen, I traded go them I traded them Ryan O'Reilly, the Con yeah. Smythe winner. You know what I mean? We we traded you Ryan O'Reilly. <laughs> so like, yeah, obviously yeah. there's a little bit of pain there. But how nice was it just to not have fucking Boston? Boston win <laughs> we'll talk about parody too. Like they did win the Stanley Cup last year, but weren't they the eighth seed? Like getting in, or they were they, well, they were the worst team in the league halfway through the season. Okay, I don't know then, where they ended up finishing, but okay, but they they got in, and now they're now they're world beaters all of a sudden, and they weren't last year. No, this right, time. Yeah. we were the eight seed because didn't we have to? That's beat them? right, we squeezed yeah. in. Yeah, just okay. launch the Patriots out of the fucking orbit. Oh, that'd like, be great. Can yeah. we just launch them into the sun? <laughs> they're on the can way we, there. Can yeah. we get can we get Nick Saban to retire? Nah, like I get can. It. Can we get uh, Golden State already fell apart? So I got my dream there. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> <you> L.A. <laughs> right. Like, can we the just, Dodgers, the Lakers? Like, can, they I, just... can I just yeah. see somebody I don't want to punch in the face in in these championships? And hopefully, we that's can all get I ask. Some new blood in there. I'd love. So to see. he wants the Rockies to win the World Series. Hey, <laughs> I think I do too. That would be a great start. You got the greatest, maybe the greatest third baseman of all time. Talk and, about parody, man! If they went and won after having this season, I'm just saying. Oh. You know, like it happens uh, it in baseball. You get the worst of first, It would be so. great. So, you know, but uh, I know I'm destined to watch uh, the Alabama make the playoff again next year and the number one team. And Yankees are going to win the World Ohio Series. Ohio State and Yankees are going to win the World Series. <laughs> and I just, I'm just like, 
Fuck, somebody end it, please. Parody. <laughs> UNC Bears, let's go. With their new head coach. That's that's going to be the one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up here in the Worst Damn Sports Show period where we talk about exactly that the worst thing that we came across one way or another. And you know, let's start with dubs. Yeah, I'm going to go first because mine plays off what I just said. The worst is Garrett fucking Cole. And the New York Yankees <laughs> signing that goddamn deal. First of all, the deal's annoying. Second of all, his smugness about it is absolutely annoying. And third of all, the whole like sign controversy. I don't know if it's controversy. Wait, the whole the sign, sign part of it is uh-huh. even more annoying. Have you ever seen his sign? There's a picture of him as a kid in a Yankees shirt, wearing a have, holding a sign that says "Yankees now, Yankee Yankee fan now, Yankee fan forever" or something okay. like that. It's super obnoxious, <laughs> right? You know why you were a Yankee fan then? Because they spend 250 million dollars every year on their payroll, and yes, of course they can beat teams like that. So they're like, "Oh, he's getting to play for his childhood team that he was a fan of." Like, you know why he was a fan of them? Because they won. And yeah. you know why they won? Because they spent more money than anybody else. And now I've got to put up with him wanting to go pitch for them because he was a fan of them when he was a kid. Well, of course he wasn't a fan of the fucking Miami Marlins. They were <laughs> awful. So it's like, it just drives me nuts a little bit. Like, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. And so what do they do at their press conference where he puts on the new uniform? Which, by the way, did you see they have Nike swooshes now? Mm-mm. The new jerseys have, like, Nike swooshes on them. It's kind of weird. Yeah, exactly. um, but, yeah, Nike now the sponsor. I it's just kind of weird to see something there. Anyway, um, they do the press conference. He puts the jersey on. They take the picture. And what do they pull out? A sign that says Yankee fan now, Yankee fan forever. And they make him hold there. And I want it memed into oblivion. <laughs> he is standing there holding a white sign. And you can just put, I'm a fat ass money grubber right on it. And I hope your fucking arm falls off and you never win another game in your entire life. I hate you. So. Uh, I would point out when he was a child, I believe the Marlins probably won like two World Series. Shut up, Steve! (laughs) I was making a point. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the worst this week, and this is a light one in a way. Kareem Jackson, who I do love dearly, and has been one of the revelations this year. The only I would say like a person that they brought in from the outside that has made his money. Kareem Jackson uh, for the Denver Broncos is now going to sit out the rest of the season for the last two games because of a DUI that he had earlier this year. This is the NFL's official punishment for uh, that particular DUI, which I didn't even know about. I yeah, guess a pretty I, good I job. I heard about it either. Yeah, so uh, it, the NFL has come down. He was convicted of his DUI. He misses two games. He has apologized profusely, and it's a, it's a good apology. I don't know if he wrote it or not, but basically just I apologize to everyone. This is not going to make this mistake again. I'm, I know I'm held to a higher standard, yada, 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 but... Truly, I don't make Kareem Jackson kind of money. I don't have as much riding on this as Kareem Jackson, but I never like. And, and this, uh, this is new, like <laughs> it hasn't been my whole life. But I, I, I lift an Uber everywhere. It's easy to do, and I'm not going to. Like we were at a holiday party the other day. We got one way there free, but like, I'm going to pay for it because that is like way worse. And that's just the money aspect of it. That's just like the job aspect of it too. Like there's so many things that could go wrong. So yeah. Kareem Jackson, I hope you do. You learned your lesson, but at the moment, you're the worst. I hope you learned your lesson without getting anybody hurt. Yes, and that, well, that's I mean? the other part I'm like saying out loud. I'm not saying I haven't. I've made some terrible decisions in my life. Everybody got away decisions. with it. Yeah, uh, but that said, when you do reach a certain point, it's cliche. 
I don't know how any professional athlete or any person that's in the spotlight of any kind like that could get themselves a DUI because it's so easy to avoid. Yeah. And all you have to do is make that just hard decision in your head being like, I don't drive anywhere where I think I'm going to go have a few drinks because it's why I don't need to. Especially today when you don't have to call a limo or find a cab in downtown. No, you don't even have to call anyone. You just like pull out your phone. Yeah, Yeah. you just get a stranger to come pick you up. It's totally fine. You tell me one dude in your entourage couldn't just be the designated driver. Yeah, why is he even driving anyway? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, My worst is going to be. Well, just just theft around this time of year. It's it's awful. It seems it's unfortunate because it seems like with the holidays, theft spikes because people are stealing other people's presents. They're stealing just to get presents for their family. It sucks that you're put in a position where you feel like you have to steal. Wait, is that your, is, is the worst. Is your However, worst the Grinch? Or? No, oh, okay. no, I'm getting there. <laughs> the The biggest theft uh, was the, the motorcycle. No. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. What? wow. What a weird way to get It's kick now Steve Burrell. <laughs> it was. That was your biggest theft of the year. No, the, the, the biggest theft for this time of year was the people who stole an Amazon delivery van yeah, in that. Fort Collins. Yeah. We have graduated from being porch pirates, which is bad in itself, to just saying, fuck it. I'm still in the whole van of packages. <laughs> I don't thing. give a shit. Yeah. So you motherfuckers are the worst. And think that's it. All, all the crying kids who don't get their package, don't get yeah, their Yeah, man, like, that's the thing. Like, you stole gifts from other people. Like, you are an asshole, and you did it on a grand scale by stealing the van. It's certainly all over the place. And, like, I don't know if you guys, if you, if you guys have a ring doorbell, but you get, like, the alerts for that, too, and people are like, like, alert, someone stole my package. It's nonstop, man. Like, my phone is just blowing up left and right and be like, I'm not going to look at your video because I don't even know. Like, so many. It's just <laughs> I don't even want to see your stupid face. I don't know this person who's stealing your package. Like you think you're you're getting some type of like satisfaction out of that too, but these people just steal your packages. They know nobody's gonna do anything with this video. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, They're I get the worst. it. They made it. They made it a felony in Michigan to They're steal talk- a package off a street. Pirate, yeah. They're talking about doing it here too. Yeah, if yeah, if they're they're trying to get a law where it's a felony if you get caught stealing, it's basically they're trying to put it under the mail theft. Like if you mess with somebody's mail, this is a shipment. This comes in the mail. Yes, (laughs) save those videos. Well, luckily, (laughs) no one has stolen anything off my porch yet. And that's it. That's the Worst Damn Sports Show, period. Thanks for hanging out with us. Have a uh, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, because we're out next week. Later. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.